1: of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. It's Gerald Glasser coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports, Fantasy, Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our great shows. And if you can, please give us that five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do whatever it is that you can to help us out right here at the Lakers Fast Break Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Game Source, of course, the great folks at LakersBall.com. Go ahead and check out Joe Sorrell today at LakersBall.com. Plus, if you want to give the best Christmas gift to someone out there in the Southern California area, please get your lawn transformed today with SimBlades. That's SimBlades with the Y.com. Plus, our good friends at Lakerholics.com. Merry Christmas and best wishes to our good friends, Jamie Sweet, Yami Swoot, and of course, Laker Tom, the number one Lakers blogger that's out there. If you want to go ahead and catch what they're doing today, they're doing it at Lakerholics.com. Hoping Tom feels better. I know he's still been under the weather, but I'm hoping he'll get well soon and come back on the show whenever he can. Plus, our good friends of the Hoopheads Podcast Network, and if you could support all of that, plus, please, like our videos and subscribe today. You'll be glad you did. All right, well, I'll tell you what, it is Christmas, so I want to go ahead again thank you for being here, part of Christmas Day. Truly appreciate it. Merry Christmas to one and all. Happy holidays. Whatever it is you celebrate, we truly want to thank you so much for being a part of what we are here at the Lakers Fast Break. Thanks so much for joining us. The Lakers, for their annual Christmas Day treat, get to go to Dallas to face off against the Mavericks today and Luca And after a pretty good first half where the Lakers got into some transition, they were getting some easy buckets. They were playing pretty decent defense against Luke and the Mavs. The Mavs were not shooting well from outside. The Lakers took an 11-point lead. But unfortunately, the third quarter happened. And as we all know on this show, we know that the Lakers are the absolute worst third-quarter team in the NBA And no more evident is that than today's embarrassing third quarter debacle in which the Lakers gave up 51 points in the third quarter and got outscored by 30 on the way to Dallas cruising in the fourth quarter with a 124 to 115 victory. Just three-pointers after three-pointer after three-pointer. They seemingly could not miss in the second half from three-point range. They were just 40% from three, 52% overall was the Dallas Mavericks. The Lakers, unfortunately, just could not match up. They only made nine three-pointers the entire game, half of what Dallas made. Just really a disappointing effort. LeBron James, 38 points, six rebounds, five assists. Seemingly looking like he had to do it all himself just to keep the Lakers within 20 for most of the game. With Russell Westbrook coming in and out, scattered all over the place, 17 points, but a minus 30 plus minus. And Austin Reeves, a minus 15 with his 16 points. Overall, again, the third quarter was abysmal, absolutely abysmal. And here today to talk about today's game is a guy that's actually on a sleigh ride right now down the freeway. Good man indeed. you got to go ahead and check out what he's doing today at Sin Blades right there for you so you can get your lawn transformed into something much more beautiful. And, of course, it's Ox1947 at LakersBall.com. It is Joe Sorrow. Joe, I'll tell you what, Merry Christmas to you and the family. Merry Christmas to everyone out there watching, listening. Zangerstein, I knew you were going to say something about that five guard lineup. It was going to happen. I told Nick Molina in the live show, you, I knew you were going to say something. This was just absolutely an abysmal third quarter.
0: Thank you, uh, Blue Magic, for the compliment. Yes, we strive to play when we're hurt, out of town, on a roof, ready to jump, even then. I I saw this game differently than, than most third quarter debacles. I saw this game as in the Dallas Mavericks played about as poorly as you can in the first half and then decided to catch up in the third. And it just so happened to be catching up to the point where instead of missing almost every shot in the first half, they made every shot in the third quarter and the fourth. So you could say it was a typical Laker third quarter, but I saw it as the Lakers were leaving the Mavs open practically all first half, but the Mavs just weren't making the shot. And then in the third quarter, they thought that that idea would still work and you got the result that you got. And uh, I started thinking, you know, at what point is the talent the issue and at what point is the message not clear. Do these guys need to be motivated? I don't know. They shouldn't be. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm in the – I'm very, very merry today because it's <laughs> Christmas. And while I didn't expect them to allow a team to drop 51 on them in the third quarter, it wasn't really – it wasn't really a surprise that their lack of ability at this point has just become just who they are. They don't have enough talent. The coaching staff isn't really that good. Obviously, management is, I don't even know if Rob, for all we know, Rob Rob Palenka is not even in the country, for all we know. Uh, Jeannie is, uh, I don't know what she's doing, uh, getting married or whatever. And this is the result on christmas and uh, i hope you enjoyed the first half i sort of enjoyed it but kind of knew what was about to come because i just didn't think dallas was going to miss again in the second half I no one told lakers that that would happen So here's where we're at
1: here's where we're at indeed just really a disappointing effort in that third quarter the lakers were up by 11 and managed to go ahead and just just the effort. Once it started, the snowball started rolling downhill, to use the winter metaphor. It just seemed like the Lakers, the body language, the effort, it stopped. It all just stopped from there.
0: Yeah, it's just not a very motivated team. And their leaders are not motivating. The coach doesn't really know what he's doing. Uh, the reason why he likely doesn't know what he's doing is because I don't think necessarily he's probably allowed to. And in the NBA head coaching is probably one of the hardest things to do because most stars are making 40 times more than what the coach is making, and it's it's very difficult to to, to, to respect someone that's not as important as you. And the player in the NBA, the star player in the NBA, is always going to be more important than uh, anyone other than maybe the owner. We're, we're, we're going to have to watch another 49 games of this, and they'll win maybe conservatively. I'd say they'll probably end up winning maybe 15 to 20, somewhere around there. And the real question will be is what's going to happen once the season's over? I'm not expecting anything to happen between now and the trade deadline at all. I I, I don't have the, – the word no confidence is not even the, the right phrase. The people that are in charge have no business being in charge, and that includes genius being an owner of a professional basketball team.
1: Joe, great still. So, I think Joe's cutting in and out because he's getting into areas that I think that Santa's uh, sleigh is not able to go ahead and pass through with good 5G. Joe, you still there? You still with us? I'm here. Okay, you. I can hear. We can hear you now. Sorry, sorry. I, uh, I I'm going to be running into some
0: bad service here because most cell service is car- garbage too, just like the Lakers. So they're they're <laughs> periodically good and then it mixed in with more and more bad. Yeah, Sean, that's probably why people don't say anything, and that's the problem with media. It looks like
1: we're losing Joe. No no worries, Joe. Appreciate Joe on a sleigh ride. Merry Merry Christmas, Christmas everyone. Merry Christmas, Joe. Appreciate it. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. It's Gerald Glassford. Tell you what, thanks so much for watching and listening. Truly appreciate it. Sean, get on the horn, man. Come on and join us right here. I know you're in Canada. You're getting out of Toronto traffic. Come on and join us right here at the Lakers fast break. Once again, it's the Lakers' fast break. The Lakers do, unfortunately, get their butts kicked. Simply said, one twenty-four to one fifteen with an absolutely terrible second half. One hundred percent, Joe Genie is well. Okay, I will. You can say that again, Sean, if that's what you want, man, my friend. But Sean, please, if you go on, come on down. Join us right here for the Lakers' fast break. I will say though that with the Lakers, unfortunately, it is just something that it's just. When you get that kind of third quarter, this it just rolls downhill. I, I totally agree with you, Zangerstein, throwing out a five-guard lineup. I know that Ham was trying to try anything. He was trying anything to go ahead and get any kind of semblance on the offense. But really, it was just kind of disappointing to see him throw out the five-guard lineup at, at times. Really, that's not going to work. You and I both know it's not going to work. Uh, I know uh, signals bad out there in the mountains for Joe. Sorry about that. Truly appreciate him trying to go ahead and and get on the show, but I still see him there. Joe, you still with us? Yep, yep, yep. Joe, (laughs) Joe's still roughing it out there. I'll be on the chat. I'll see you guys on the chat. You got it.
0: This is Raphael from nbadraftjunkies.com. And you are listening to the Lakers
1: fast break. Check out what's been going on with the pop culture Cosmo show and the PCC multiverse. I see the potential for basically like another Netflix kind of paradigm shift where promoted and this is a thing where audiences do not agree with critics that's the pop culture cosmo show and the pcc multiverse every week on apple podcasts and over a dozen of your favorite streaming and podcasting options once again it's the lakers fast break truly appreciate everyone watching listening thanks so much for joining us thanks so much for being a part of this wonderful wonderful thing we have here at the lakers fast break Truly appreciate it. If you like what we do, please go ahead and subscribe today, wherever you get your podcasts. Hopefully you'll stay with me. I'll stay with you for a little while as we go ahead and talk the Lakers. Your thoughts out there, Joe's Reindeer, (laughs) they're running into data issues indeed, Blue Magic. But Merry Christmas to you and everybody out there. Negative 60, those three on the floor together. Absolutely. Just Russell Westbrook people are good. you know i know jalen rose was it was praising him at halftime talking about the good as far as 12 points well i saw a lot of isos i saw him take four straight possessions where it was just him have the ball him shooting and either missing or starting something on, a, on as far as for the other team really disappointing Minus 30, I think, says it all as far as him out there. He just was not good. The 17 does not do it justice. He was not good at all. Austin Reeves, yeah, he was 5 of 7, but really he wasn't that much better at minus 15. I think the plus minus really says it all because these guys were out there when they were on their big run from Dallas and they really didn't do anything at all about it. Russell Westbrook again, just too much ISOs, too much as far as on the heavy on that. He just really was just not efficient moving the ball around. And the half-court, the Lakers were abysmal unless LeBron James was a part of it. it just it's seemingly a lot of issues still rolled up into one when it concerns the Lakers as far as the overall talent. Could not get it together. Sean Grice says, We said Bev, Dennis, and Russ can't play together. They absolutely can't. It just seemingly is just not a good combo. And playing five guards. We, again, as I was speaking to Nick Molina on the awesome live watch party that we had for this Christmas, Joe was a part of it too. Big shout out to John McCallion. Please go ahead and support his channel. He was on there too. Also, Forever Laker 24 and everybody else that was a part of it. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was just, as we noted, the five guard lineup was really just going to get burned. And they did. Wenyon is awful on offense. I agree with you, Blue Magic. A one-footer was really hard for him today. He missed – he blew an absolute layup on more than one occasion. He's just good for hustle plays, and that's what I indicated in the chat. Good hustle guy, but it's just a skill level is just not there. It's just not there. You wonder why I was saying as far as he was probably not a great fit for the Lakers in the NBA. He's been on six different teams. It's understandable why, because he's a great effort player. So people give him a look, people give him a try, people give him a shot, but he just, his skill level is just absolutely not there and it looks like that. Ox1940 says Jalen Rose was looking like a Christmas ornament. Keep telling us how good Russell Westbrook was 10 years ago. You're right, but that doesn't help us any now. Sean Grice says AD plays 33 to 36 minutes when healthy and he's good for 25 and 12. He reminds me a lot of Andrew Tony he's an incredible talent who just cannot stay healthy uh, you know that's why they call him street close you know and and just we're gonna have to make a decision on whether you want to go ahead and deal with this long term because we I don't think we're gonna get a full healthy season from Anthony Davis ever again just ever again Luca Merry Christmas to you bad players look better when they play in a system there's no system here the famous blocks are gone uh, you just Really, in the half court, the Lakers are extremely troubled. You saw when LeBron went out of the game how bad that was. As far as them trying to manufacture points, manufacture points to try and get things done, and unfortunately, that's not the case. They could, they can't get anything done in half court when you have LeBron out of the game. It's just, it's absolutely terrible. It's, it's just absolutely terrible. Blown layups uh, should be their new nickname from Ox 1947 for the Los Angeles Lakers. So I don't know. It's just very scary indeed. What does Darvin Ham tell the players of anything before every third quarter? It's always the same awful story. But well, that's something actually I want to talk to you guys out there, right there for you, right here at the Lakers fast break. This is something I want to ask you guys because this is something I discussed with Nick after Joe, I think, left is the fact that with this third quarters because the Lakers are the worst third quarter team in the NBA I was first saying you know maybe it's an effort issue maybe it's a talent maybe it's talent issue things of that nature but I think also part of it is just it's not an accident the Lakers you know when you are a team you have a coach there that should understand how bad the Lakers are in the third quarter and should do everything that he can within his power to try and fix that and alleviate that. And it's only getting worse after you see one of the most historically bad Lakers third quarters ever in their team history today as they got outscored by 30, 51 to 21. Ox 1947 says Darvin Am is not an NBA coach. Right now, the Lakers are not almost not an NBA team right now. I mean, after an embarrassing loss to Charlotte on Friday, then you have this debacle in the second half. This is truly embarrassing, and nobody seems to care in the front office. Jeannie doesn't seem to care. It doesn't seem to be that Rob cares very much. Nobody seems to be actually trying or wanting to do anything. Nobody's holding anybody accountable. I agree with you there, Ox1947. Jim Howe says, uh, I just had Jim Howe. Oh, I, where did I put Jim Howe? Uh, I think oh, there he is. Assume Rob doing is assume Rob is doing genie's dirty work, not taking on salaries to avoid the repeater tax in 2023. Maybe that's a directive, and that's the case. He's following the directive, but the team is suffering for it, and that's part of the problem. That is definitely part of the problem, indeed. Blue Magic says, Step one: don't put Pat Bev on Luka Doncic. Shake my head. We said that on the live show, too, Blue Magic. It's just a recipe for disaster. Pat Bev cannot card at all Luka Doncic. He was just toying with him. They need to go back to those traps, even if it's got the cost of shooting three-pointers. I think that was effective in the first half. They were throwing different looks at Luka. That was what's working. When they went straight up, that's when it started to get away from him. Of course, the three-pointers started falling, just one after another after another. The Lakers were not defending the perimeter at all. It was very embarrassing. Sean Gray says Rob screwed LeBron twice. First was Carlos Boozer, and now it's the two picks. Oh, my gosh. Bringing out the Car- Carlos Boozer right there for you. But, oh, well, uh, what can you say at this point? The Lakers, unfortunately, are not in any hurry to fix this roster. This is what we have, and this is what we continue to be as far as the Lakers, 124-115. to 115, they just did not move the ball well in the second half. Fast break points were just, you know, at time it was only up, in, up to nine. It finally got up to 18 because of what they did the fourth quarter, but my gosh, it was really disappointing to see the effort in that third quarter. It just absolutely kills me to see what they continue to do each and every time out. And I no longer think it's just a talent issue. I no longer think it's just, an effort issue. I really think that it is a coaching. It's a, it's a whole organizational issue, a whole coaching issue that they have been able to try and get any headway in it. It just seems to get worse and worse and worse for the Lakers. And it's really disappointing to see, but I am so not what I'm not disappointing at is you right here at the Lakers fast break going ahead and celebrating Christmas. I want to say for the bottom of my heart, it is truly warms my heart that even with the an abysmal play, an abysmal game that the Lakers have played today, that you guys and gals are here. We just truly appreciate it. Uh, you know, I cannot thank you enough for being part of what we do here at the Lakers fast break all year long. Joe is still sledding through the mountains right now. Truly appreciate him trying to stay on the air with us, but I know he was losing his signal. Uh, I know he's still in the chat room right there. Zangerstein says no, Luca. Uh, you know, according to all high stats, Pat Bev is actually top five on defense, and he's guarding wings. Well, you saw there, Zangerstein. I mean, today he was just toying with Pat Bev. Pat Bev may be able to defend other six-one, six-two guards effectively, but you you know he's uh, trying still to to go ahead and defend those wings, and it's embarrassing. He was just toying with them, absolutely toying with them, and it was just very embarrassing to see. I was really like in the first half. They had a good plan, a good game plan against Luka in the first half that went awry, and it just was really disappointing. Ox 1947, Gerald, this is what the show is now. We have an audience of lifers. That is truly great to see that you are supporting us right now, even if it's just me. Even if it's just me, I just truly appreciate it. I know we couldn't get any of the other guys on, so I truly want to thank you so much for being part of what we do. Cannot thank you enough for doing so. I know Sean and and Joe are in the chat. Truly cannot thank enough for stopping by. Luca, don't care about the stats. Pat Bev looks like a fool making nonsense on the court. You know, I, I agree with you. When you're, you know, like the other day in Phoenix, when he was slapping the ground and making a fool out of himself when the Lakers were down by 20, that's it. You can't be doing that. There's just no reason for it, absolutely no reason. But you know what? Uh, you know, until Ham realizes he's got to get him out of the starting lineup, this is going to continue to happen. ZangerSign says no, Gerald. If you look at Luca, was only toying Luca uh, when they're already on the groove. And the second half, we saw more ISOs with Luca on Beverly. And I gotta disagree with you. I, I really think that. Luca was toying with Beverly in that second half. And it just shows, again, because the Lakers got away from the schemes that worked in the first half for them. They could not defend the perimeter at all in the threes. Uh, and they're if you watch the game, their defensive play game plan was countered. They knew when and where to pass. Again, the Lakers can counter that as well, if with good coaching. But it takes good coaching to go ahead and counter that. I know that they threw out a couple of zones at LeBron early on to try and throw him off. And then of course they tried to double him just a little bit, but they didn't need to go ahead and do too much on LeBron because LeBron was scoring all the points, but nobody else was really helping him and Westbrook doing the ISOs for five straight possessions where it was just him going ahead, dribbling a ball up court and shooting and no, he didn't even look at other players. Didn't even look to go ahead and pass the ball and create an offense. That is troubling right there. That's a team that's not headed in the right direction. And as you saw with a minus 30 plus minus, that's really disappointing. And it shows the overall stats. I know Joe and some others are not always big on that plus minus, but I really think for today, the plus minus is truly a, a barometer for that. A true barometer for how this game laid out. And having Westbrook there minus thirty, I know a lot of people are still supporting Westbrook, but you cannot give me, you can't, you can't give me that kind of uh, excuses today for for Westbrook when you see the stat line and you see that minus thirty. It really, really was a very embarrassing. Uh, Zangerstein, truly appreciate you here. Howard Hill, great to have you here as well. Darwin seems to be lacking an adjustment experience. Zangerstein, you're right; they adjusted. The Lakers have got to adjust back, and they didn't do that. They didn't do that in the second half. They just let things flow. They just let things get out of control. They lost their composure. I know Joe says they didn't have any composure to start with, but the Lakers did lose whatever composure that they had gained through a pretty good and a pretty solid first half. And unfortunately, we can't hold much as far as the first half is concerned because when you get outscored by 30 and you give up a historic 51 points, In the third quarter, it's very embarrassing to see. The Sean Grice says the plus minus was indicative of the serious problems this team has. There's a lot of problems. You see the depth issues. You see the issues that the Lakers can't go ahead and and overcome. The fact that they are just a terrible three-point shooting team is paramount among there. Especially with LeBron, though. On a day, LeBron is getting you 38 points, 12 for 12 from the free throw line that is truly disappointing that the Lakers cannot give out a better effort or be more consistent in the second half like they were. And it just really is disappointing to see. No, LeBron James didn't make a three pointer, but again, 13 to 23, 12 for 12 from the line, uh, you know, pretty solid ever. And he was uh, one of only uh, what three, four, only a few players on the team were actually a plus to go ahead at, you know, that were in the starting lineup or in major contributors to the game. So. Really disappointing to see the Lakers' effort in the second half, especially in that third quarter. Unfortunately, just true. Just cannot say enough uh, bad things about how the third quarter laid out. And I will say, though, that I am happy, though, for the turnout for today. All of you were incredible so far. Truly appreciated. Once again, it's the Lakers' fast break. The Lakers do, unfortunately, lose on Christmas Day, 124-115, to They get outscored uh, by 30 in the third quarter. Zangerstein, uh, you know, I just want to say, I know you were upset with that five guard lineup. I just think that Ham, uh, you know, he's getting desperate to try anything and everything. But you and I both know these five guard lineups are just not, wor- not going to work. It's just, they're just too small and they can't do anything when it comes to rebounding underneath. Sean Grice has a minus 30 third quarter. Man, that's just a hard pill to swallow. (laughs) He says, not like a horse pill, but like a blue whale suppository. Oh my gosh. Oh, uh, just terrible, terrible. Blue Magic says, Pat Bev played 32 minutes and that's 32 minutes too many. You know, he's still gonna, just because of his name, just because of his reputation, he's gonna continue to be in the lineup and that's gonna be a detriment to the team. And the thing is, When it comes to Lakers, I know one of the things that Darvin Hammett said is he wanted to go ahead and make sure that the Lakers got off to a good start. And they did. They got off to a really good start. They were leading by double digits early in the first quarter. It looked like the Lakers were going to go ahead and run away and hide. But unfortunately, as we've seen, these third quarters are just a killer, an absolute killer for the Lakers. Truly disappointing to see, Uh, but I will say, uh, yes. Um Looking through right now, Darwin seems to be lacking the adjustment experience that Howard Hill says. And then Zangerstein says, uh, yes, Howard, he's even as awful in calling timeouts. You're right. It's just the overall experience. Yeah, I know it's his first year, but he's been an assistant coach for a long, long time. He probably should have done enough observing of what good head coaches, or he actually worked for good head coaches. So he should be able to go ahead and see and understand when to call these timeouts, when they're needed, when he sees the team down, when he sees the team on a, uh, just against the momentum and go ahead and be able to try and stop the flow from there. But no, it just, it kept on rolling downhill farther and farther and farther in that third quarter. Blue Magic says they'll make a minor acquisition, expect a washed out three point shooter at best. That could be a very real possibility, and that's disappointing if that's the case, that that's the only thing the Lakers can give because that's certainly not going to help them enough. That's certainly not going to get the Lakers back into contention, at least for even a playing spot. I mean, for a playing spot right now, that's going to be rough because the Lakers are right now 13 and 20, 13 and 20 on the season. Right now, they're now three games, I believe, out of a playing spot right now in the Western Conference. actually I'm sorry, they're uh, right now, yeah, three games out, three games out in the Western Conference from a play spot. So they've got a lot of ground to make up and it looks like this team really can't do it, especially on the starting on another long road trip, another four games to go on the road trip. so that's really troubling. I was hoping they could at least go two and three. But it doesn't even look like that's going to be the case. No singing carols for me today, unfortunately, because the Lakers didn't win. But we truly appreciate everyone being part of what we're doing here at the Lakers fast break. Over and over. Ham should be questioned. I agree. That I, I'm going to tell you, I agree with 100% on. There were on four or five straight possessions. Westbrook was allowed to go ahead and just ISO and not move the ball around. That is reprehensible. And I don't think he made a shot. I think he made a shot on one of those at best. So yeah, just very, very questionable. The, the way that these, these, these plans were laying down. Also there was a point where LBJ was plus 27 and the team is only up by five. That tells you right there, they needed LeBron to go ahead and carry this team, and when he wasn't in there, they're getting absolutely killed. Speaking of getting killed, Jim House says the Lakers were getting killed on the glass, and Ham went small. The Lakers are one of the worst defensive rebounding teams in the NBA, and it shows. As Zangerstein always says, these small lineups are absolutely killing the Lakers, and it showed again today. They do not want to put any type of medium-sized lineups, Again, though, when you got Troy Brown Jr. just clanking three after three after three, he's not able to give you a whole lot on the offensive end, and other players are not able to go ahead. Wenyan Gabriel, nice hustle guy, but he can't give you anything really offensively. You're very limited on what what you have there that's anything that's not a guard, even though you have 20-something guards on the roster. So I lay a lot of the blame, again, as we've been laying blame all year on Rob Palenka, Jeannie Buss in the front office. They've been making our Christmas days and their Christmas lives miserable this holiday season. So uh, Zangerstein says, Ham should not be considered a rookie coach. He's been an assistant for decades. That's exactly what I've been saying. Uh, Z, you know, when you have Darvin Ham, who's been an assistant coach for quite some time now, you should know when to make these adjustments. You should know that there's an issue when you're the worst third quarter team in the NBA and you should know when to go ahead and call the timeouts properly just absolutely disappointing but John Grice says Dirk statue which he was honored with today is nice he has to say I actually kind of like the Philly jerseys with the brotherly love I like that that kind of motif I thought that was really cool that they made those jerseys uh, out today kind of like that but the Lakers had on just their I think the Clippers want to be jerseys I think that was just Uh, that there were whatever but uh howard hill says call a timeout to slow the other team's momentum if nothing else phil was very good at that absolutely he would call a timeout right away if he saw anything as far as going against the lakers and darvin ham just lets it flow sometimes you saw phil jackson let it flow but that's when he had more experienced teams that knew how to get out of a funk when it comes to this team you just don't know what you're going to get they just don't have enough talent to go ahead and and be able to work their way out of situations like that you have to go ahead and keep it close they have to stay in transition and they didn't do that for a period of time and that's what happens they only were able to get back in transition in the fourth quarter and by then it's already too late once again it's the Lakers fast break truly appreciate everyone out there watching and listening Jim House says, I keep waiting for Jeff Probst to tell Darwin to bring his torch and tell him, Dar- Darwin, the tribe has spoken. <laughs> Survivor joke there, absolutely. Seemingly very troubled right now. I'll tell you what, it's just very disappointing. Jamie Sweet, Jamie Sweet, Yami Smoot. all right, there in the chat as well. Merry Christmas, my friend. The backdrop of LeBron passing Kareem will be craptastic. <laughs> Looks like everybody has a lump of coal in their stocking today. Was that a fifty-one point third quarter? Yes, Jamie, that was a fifty-one point third quarter. Fifty-one to twenty-one. We went in the went into the first half with an eleven-point lead. We came out of the first half and out of the third quarter down by nineteen, I believe, if I, if my math is correct. So yeah, just terrible, terrible, terrible defense. In that third quarter, no guarding the perimeter at all. They're just letting him shoot right and left from the three-point area. I mean, they did nothing to stop it. It was a very passive resistance, and it was really disappointing to see. But what can you say? The, this is the Lakers season so far. You can blame AD for this one, but I don't know how much you can because he doesn't, he doesn't guard too much along the perimeter. This was a breakdown on the perimeter of a lot of different ways. And uh, I think that the coaching really needs to go ahead and step up to how bad the job they did today Uh, comes to ugly. Yes. Ugly was the word. Indeed. Sean Grice says, uh, here's the lingering question. Who blinks first, Rob and Genie, or the fans? Well, I am hold on. I'm blinking now, Sean. I'm blinking now. I'm blinking, 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 because I'm really mad with what the uh, team has laid out to be, when you have assets to go ahead and trade, it's very disappointing. But Jamie's Jamie's uh, prognostication is coming true on no trades right now. So it's seemingly uh, where's the problem there. So Bash, uh, Joe was here. He was in transit. He is on a sleigh ride. It's Rumor has it, Santa sleigh ride. But he was on the freeway. And his cell phone coverage while he was with his reindeers, unfortunately, uh, kind of uh, – Cut out on him because he's in the mountains right now trying to drive uh, to another destination. So he unfortunately could not stay on the air. I'm hoping to get him back, but I think I'm going to be uh, checking out here in a few minutes, but he, Oh, there you go. He's it right there in the chat, stuck in the mountains with crappy reception. So yes, him and his reindeer are stuck in the mountains with crappy reception indeed. But Sean Grice says, Jamie called it. Yes, he did. Absolutely. So yep, just a very disappointing game, at very much so, with a terrible, absolutely historically bad third quarter. Out getting outscored 51 to 21, Lakers lose 124 to 115. Once again, it's Gerald Glasser from the Lakers Fast Break. We truly appreciate everyone out there watching and listening. Benjamin says, uh, Jamie says, don't like being right, but there we be, <laughs> there we be indeed. Bash says he wanted to hear his rant about this one. Tell it how it is, especially the last game. This is embarrassing, Bash. We lose to an eight-win team on Friday at home. Disgraceful with absolutely no defense. We play a great first half because seemingly it looks like the Lakers are pissed off that they lost to such a crappy team on Friday. And then they end up getting destroyed because they cannot cover the perimeter and just let three after three after three happen in that third quarter, getting outscored by 30, just absolutely terrible. Blue Magic says Jeannie doesn't get enough criticism by the media. She should start getting criticism, mind me. I actually was in favor of her getting the team. I thought it would take us to a better place. It did get us one championship, but unfortunately, it's still not gotten us much more. It's gotten us into the situation you know, where you're not able to go ahead and fix the problems that are taking place, not able to see the problems taking place. Or if you see them, you just don't want to spend the money or you don't want to go ahead and spend the assets to fix them when you can. And that's the problem right now. I know Laker Tom is probably not feeling well right now. He's probably not feeling good at all. I'm, I'm very sorry to uh, go ahead and, and have to make sure everybody knows out there that the Lakers unfortunately did lose once again. I know the spirits are not high, but I truly want to, from the bottom of my heart, want to go ahead and say thank you for being part of what you're doing today, being part of what we're here, being part of what we're about. Kenna, thank you so much for being part of the Lakers fast break. But Howard Hill says Jeannie is out of touch with the operations. She knows what Rob's tells her. And that's a shame because Rob is not telling her something good because we all know now that Robert's not a good evaluator of talent. Rob has just not been very good as far as from a GM making moves. and you know obviously since what's happened in the bubble, it's been downhill ever since and, and you're seeing the the uh, the outcome of that. You're seeing the consequences from that. Sean Gray says so in February 2023, it's 10 years of her ownership, two playoff appearances, one championship in 10 years. The championship is great, but the playoff appearances in 10 years, that's not a good ratio. That's not a good ratio at all. Zanger science says ham. Didn't learn anything when the bucks lost against Boston. He's using the same drop defense and it always frees up those corner threes. I couldn't agree with you more. You, when you start seeing a team hot like that, you have to go ahead and make an extra focus to guard the three. And they just didn't do that. They didn't do that. They let them shoot. They let them shoot open threes one after another, after another, after another blue magic, Clutch, uh, Blue Magic says Clutch tells Rob what to do, and then Genie okays it. It's a mess, an absolute mess. That's what's disappointing is that we're, you know, we're see we're hearing all these things all the time because the results are not there on the floor. We're just seeing LeBron just score 38 points just to go ahead and get closer to the scoring record. And that's what's come down to. The Lakers are now 13 and 20. That's what's come down to is watching LeBron get the scoring record. You don't know when the AD is going to come back. Maybe sometime in January. They didn't even tell you straight up as far as exactly what's wrong with it other than it's a right foot stress issue. Is it a stress fracture? Is it something else, something worse? It doesn't sound like it's a stress fracture because he'd be out quite a bit longer if they're anticipating a January return. But we don't know when in January. Could be mid. Could be late. Could be early. We don't even know on that. So I wish they would be more specific. Jim House has had Rob insisted on the Pelicans, including draft protection on the AD 23 pick. We at least have something to lose for Wemby sweepstakes. We can't even tank. We can't even tank. And they also have the rights for next year as well. So that's, that's truly disappointing to see that our future right now is really hard to watch. No, Zach Levine. Uh, I know the Chicago rumors out there, but, I am not in love with them personally because Zach Levine on one of the worst contracts in the NBA with bad knees, that's not a great thing. DeMar DeRozan, who's a great mid-range shooter and a great scorer, but cannot play defense to save his life. That's not exactly a great thing or a great fit for our team, especially because he doesn't stretch the defense. And then you've got Nikola Vucevic, who right now is playing better than he has at any time at all with the Chicago Bulls but it's only still shooting 34% from three. So that's really not going to help you as much as you want him to. So yeah, I really am not for a Chicago trade right now. I really don't think that's a great option. I'm hoping that the Lakers will have better options coming up. I know that the, you know, of course the Indiana rumors still come up as far as that, as far as a buddy healed miles Turner, but you know, when it comes to Indiana, there's still, in the thick of things, they're eighth place in the Eastern Conference. Why do they need to go ahead and trade away two of their better players? That makes no sense to me if you're still in the playoff race, unless they want to go ahead and tank, unless they've got an edict from ownership to take. So we'll see. Howard Hill says, is this NBA with all the global money, you can put a weak product on the floor and still the franchise appreciates a lot? Well, I guess our franchise does because it's really not the fans. Not these fans, because we all see what's the problem with the Lakers right now. All the, the depth issues, all the, the, the talent issues, all the, the issues that that we see, and just the bad moves that have been made over the past two years, they're all catching up to us, and it's really, 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 really sad to say. Really sad to see. I know this is uh, unfair, what blue magic is saying on a what if, but most of our issues would be solved. Had we drafted Tatum, hopefully he wouldn't have been part of the 80 trade. Yeah. I, I know you said that last time and I agree with you. I, I just don't know if he would have, I think he probably would have been part of that trade. I really think that they probably would have pushed for it. And the Lakers would have caved. I would have, you know, obviously would have hoped to have given up Kuzma instead of a Tatum had he been drafted, but, I really think that the Lakers probably would have caved in and give it up Tatum. I, I'm, I'm at least this front office would have caved in and give up, uh, given up Tatum for AD. Maybe a Jerry West run front office would have been able to do some sly maneuvering to not have to give up Tatum for Anthony Davis, but. You know, we won't know that for sure. It's all, all speculation, but yeah, blue magic. I I, I couldn't agree with you more on that, but I, I really think they probably would have given up or uh, in, in the trade. I think they would have been uh, at least Rob Palenka would have had to go ahead and given up uh, him in a trade. So Tyler's Howell is a superstar. Yes, he is. He scored 43 points. I think the other day, really, really good looking good. All-star right there for you. He's not going to be someone that's, that's disappointing at all. Sacramento. I understand that they're playing well now, but they may regret that down the road, trading him for DeMontis Sabonis. I understand they're getting the early returns on it now, but yeah, Tyrese Halliburton, I think is going to be a superstar, or at least he's going to be a really, really, really good player. Zanger Science says the Lakers don't have a pro scouting team. No, they don't. They, they absolutely don't. And it's just some issues there that, that's all over the organization. I, I've said this before. It's from the top down as far as how bad this organization has been run in the past two years it's not just the front office it's not just the ownership it's been the coaching it's been the players it's a team-wide organizational failure at many levels and yes i know i'm saying that with the Lakers santa hat on but i gotta say it because you guys are saying and gals are saying out there as well sean grice lol Sean Grice's Hornets valued Miles Bridges over Shea, or, or Shea. Sometimes scouts don't know Jack. I mean, the rookie, you know, players coming into the league, that's so hard to evaluate. I mean, look at what uh, happened with uh, the 2018 draft and how Luka has uh, broken out as far as the best player in that draft. He should have been drafted first, but a lot of people in the, in the league, while some said that they were pushing for Luka, you saw the fact he ended up uh, not being picked first or second and you saw what happened there. So whew, just a very disappointing game. Blue magic says the Ramesses have blood on their hands too. Now you're going to include Jay Moore. As I said on the last show, you got to include Jay Moore blue magic on that one because you know, as a former sports talk host, I don't even think he, is he a sport still a sports talk host? I don't know if he still has a show or not, but even if he does or doesn't as a sports talk host, you know he's going to go ahead and start talking about what's going on inside the Lakers' inner sanctum. You know he's going to have a say. You know he's going to have some opinions right there for you. So I can't wait for that. Can't wait to go ahead and see him join in with the Rambi and join in with the front office on that. So definitely uh, looking forward to hearing more ideas, quote-unquote, and seeing how they don't work out for the Lakers anymore. Zanger Science says the Lakers are good in finding diamonds in the rough in a draft. Yeah, the evaluation from from as far as players coming to the league, the Lakers have had a more than respectable effort on that end with some really cool and really good late first round, early second round draft choices. In fact, several represented on the team as far as competent rotation players, but they're not as good as maintaining them and worst at valuing them. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, you see the thing with Max Christie. Max Christie, if he, if he pops as a player, the Lakers only have him signed for this year and next year. Absolutely stupid that you don't sign him to one of those deals comparable right around his draft pick where teams were signing players right around that time, right around those draft choices for a four-year deal, usually right around six or six and a half million dollars. You could keep him on for like a million and a half, not even two million a year for four years and yet the Lakers blew that again. So they're going to have to end up, if he pops this year or next, he's going to end up wanting a THT-level contract, and there you have the THT problems all over again because you didn't sign THT to a long-term contract as well. Sean Grice says, I look great in the hat. Absolutely. You know what? No matter how bad the Lakers are doing, always got love for my Lakers. Always got love for my Lakers. Cannot help it. Got the T-shirt on. Got the Lakers on. Hey, did anybody out there, before we head on out, did anybody out there get any cool Lakers presents? I will say, I'm not trying to brag, I did get a cool jacket, cool Lakers beanie for my upcoming trip, and also some LeBron James sweats. Just want to say that was really cool. Appreciate the gifts on that. But did you get any good Lakers gifts out there? Please let us know in the chat before we head on out. Just truly appreciate it. Sean Grice has agreed, Gerald, but you never know until the bullets start flying. Well, the bullets have been flying now. I'll tell you that. Zangerstein says they have increased, they have invested time and resources in Caruso, but they let him walk. Zubach was showing something that year. Yes, he was. And then they traded him to the rival team for Mike Muscala. I know Laker Tom still was defending that, but obviously we see what happens there. I couldn't stand it at the time. I actually loved Zubas on the team. And you see what he's done for the Clippers, and he's been a real integral part of what they're doing. And the Clippers go far. I have a feeling he's going to make a good contribution. Plus, I believe he becomes a free agent or he's close to it. So he's going to sign another big contract here in the not too distant future. This is someone the Lakers could have had for several years, and you could have at least alleviate a lot of those center worries for the Lakers and Anthony Davis. But yeah, Sean Grice, LOL, Jay Moore. You know, you don't think so, Sean? Uh -uh Uh-uh-uh. You know, he's marrying into the family. Don't underestimate Jay Moore. I'm going to tell you that right now. Will Jay speak publicly? Not so sure. Well, he doesn't have to, but he could be behind the scenes. I mean, he's going to be right there. He's going to be right there with, with Jeannie Buss and the Rambi and Rob Palenka. He's going to be right in there. He's going to be right in that mix. So you know he's going to have something to say. Absolutely. I wouldn't put that by for a minute. Jim Howe says, I don't get how a team valued at, at 6 to $8 could be so cheap, losing Caruso but paying Russ $47 million a year. I agree with you. It's just very embarrassing, Jim. It's very embarrassing how they, they've conducted their business. You gave up Caruso. And the thing is now, yeah, I know Caruso's on the bad Bulls team. But Caruso is being talked about. You hear all these podcasts, these general NBA podcasts, and you hear about how valued Caruso is still as far as the defensive rating is concerned. You hear how valued he is as an individual, even though he only takes three or four shots a game. He reminds people as far as a P.J. Tucker-like contribution from the guard spot as far as, no, he doesn't give you much offensively, but he does give you so much back on the defensive end as far as a guy that that's face up guarding you and could really do a pretty good job of that. And you're seeing what, what, how valuable he is. He's being rumored to be, you know, that they might actually trade him for a, uh, you know, for a first or two firsts has been talked about as possible. I I think you can get at least a first for him. And just saying that, just saying that kind of value as compared to what we did ended up keeping THT. And then we ended up trading THT as well. And he's barely right in the bench at, at Utah right now. So very disappointing as far as the way the Lakers have been handling it. Blue Magic says, Jim Howe, the Lakers are actually poor. They applied for a PPP loan. I roll. <laughs> yeah, don't get me started on that one, Blue. I was so I was so mad. And you can check out the, uh, my thoughts in the archives with Laker Tom on how angry I was when I found out about that PPP loan. You know Joe Soro has been on the show very upset about the PPP loan issue as well. Very, very messy situation that the Lakers should have never gotten themselves into on that. Sean Grice says Caruso is a good value for a trade for the bulls. And that only makes it more painful for us as Lakers fans to see someone like Caruso doing so well and being so valued around the league that the Lakers couldn't even give up enough to go ahead and keep him on their team. He also says Sixers have a playoff roster, not a regular season roster. So we'll see if it plays, pays dividends or not. Remember, though, they have James Harden, and James Harden is not the most successful guy in the playoffs, so keep that in mind as well. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.
0: You've heard others, but nothing could prepare you for the shameful stupidity that is the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Here Imran.
1: So if you offend everyone at once, it all it's a wash. I've covered everybody. Anthony
0: them all on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you find your favorite podcasts, the Jock and Nerd Podcast it can't be silly, goofy, fun. Seriously, people really listen to this. Uh,
1: Jock and Nerd. But I will tell you what—it's been great having each and every one of you here in the chat. Truly apologize for Joe's technical issues, but Joe's—and uh, I give him a lot of credit for trying to slay through the mountains and trying to stay with us live on the air. Sean Grice, Jamie Sweet, it was great to have those guys in the chat. Wanted to wish each and every one of you out there in the chat, everyone out there watching after this has gone off the air, and of course, everyone out there listening, wherever you get your podcast, a truly Merry Christmas, wishing you the happiest of holidays. No reason to be sorry, Joe. I appreciate all the credit in the world. You get all the credit in the world for trying to go ahead on the air. Cell service in general is trash everywhere. You know, I just appreciate you, Joe, trying to come on the air, trying to go ahead and share your thoughts on the team. Well, I appreciate everyone out there as far as their thoughts in the chat Howard Hill, Blue Magic, Zangerstein, Jim Howe, all been incredible. Just truly appreciate it so much. You're helping the Lakers fast break grow. If there's anybody out there that has not subscribed yet, please go ahead and subscribe today. You'll be glad you did. You get the latest notifications when we go live on the air. Definitely going on the air on Tuesday for the Lakers game. They're at Orlando. Sean Grice is a, has a keep on Halliburton because he's a surefire stud. Kings whiffed again. Yeah, definitely whiffed again indeed. But tell you what, uh, great having everyone here in the chat. Again, like I said, just truly a tremendous time spending my Christmas with you. And thank you for spending your Christmas with me right here at the Lakers fast break sharing your thoughts, venting your frustrations. We're here for you. Want to be a part of what you're doing. If we provide any type of therapy or help for you by venting out in the chat, we truly cannot thank you enough for being part of it. Cause just great to hear from everyone out there. Bash. Thank you so much. Brian Orlando's going to kill next game. Orlando's been playing very well. I have a tendency to agree after the way they played against Charlotte and Dallas, you never know. Looks like the Orlando at home might be a, you know, they'll be probably favored, that's for sure. Cannot thank you enough for stopping by, Brian, with your thoughts. Bash again as well. Thank you so much for sharing your thoughts as well. Luca, always great to have you here. I know you're on the other side of the world. Truly appreciate everything you do. I know you've been working hard, working long hours. Cannot thank you enough for being part of what we do here at the Lakers Fast Break. Truly appreciate it. So much everybody that was a part of today's show. Cannot thank you enough for doing so. I'm gonna go ahead here and close it on down here in the next few minutes, but oh my gosh, everything really, Jericho, Jericho. Uh it's funny. Uh stay safe. Lakers stunk it up. Yes, Jericho. You know what? There's no better way to say it. Yes, we did stink, we did stink it up in that third quarter. That third quarter was absolutely awful. The Lakers gave up 51 points, a historically bad third quarter for the Los Angeles Lakers. And there's no better way to say it. They did stinking up very, very bad. Is the Fast Break doing another history lesson this week? Blue, I think we're gonna hold off another week just for, um, I just probably get everything going as far as the winter break. I'm not even sure if we're gonna be able to do an NBA observations. I'm actually traveling on the road. I will be doing the shows uh, this week on the road from Seattle. So I'm hoping I'm gonna get good coverage when I'm out there. I'm hoping, I'm keeping my fingers crossed that I We'll have some good coverage when I'm out there. So I will be providing some coverage out there for you. As far as the Lakers fast break, we'll keep the live watch parties open. And of course, right here for the post games, we will be able to do post games. I'm going to commit to it. Even, after, even if my laptop won't do it, I will try to get cell service and see if my cell service will actually work. We One way or the other, by hook or by crook, we will be giving at least the post games, the NBA observations, and also as well, the Lakers history lesson. Because we still got one to do on the 2012. That will when Lakers Fast Break University opens up. I think either next week. We'll pro- I'll, I'll try to get down a date with Joe and Sean to see what we can do to provide one in the not too distant future. When I get back from Seattle, see what we can do there. Ox 1947 sales. he'll host if he has to. We'll make it happen. We will. Oh, Ox 1947 sign up things to come. We'll we'll make it happen. So. We may have to do one doing this week. Lakers Fast Break University might open up uh, a little bit earlier than I thought. We'll talk about it behind the scenes, and we'll get something going. It's a fast break. I'll tell you what, Blue, you're a great part of what we do. Cannot thank you so much for doing so. Joe says he'll host it solo if he has to. You might have to, Joe, because, A, I might be losing my voice. B, I know a lot of people will hear, want to hear you vent. They want to hear you vent on the Lakers after a miserable absolutely miserable third quarter performance today. We'll see. But Sean Grice says stay Dwight and Adam Levine with the Aldrich Jersey was the death rattle. LOL. (laughs) Sean, bringing out the knowledge right there for you. Don't forget. Tommy McGuire says Ox 1947. Uh, You guys have been and gals have been incredible. I truly appreciate everybody being part of it, but Sean Grice says Batman's greater than Spider-Man. Joshua Dees, our super fan on Facebook, Merry Christmas to you, Joshua. Joe and Gerald's dedication is inspiring. Thank you so much. I know you uh, you were asking about Laker Tom. I did speak to Laker Tom in the past few days. He is on the mend. He is still uh, hurting with the flu, so I'm wishing him all the best this Christmas, and I'm hoping he'll get back to us as soon as possible. So. This flu bug, this all the stuff that's floating around there, please, everyone out there, be safe. I'm, I'm hoping you won't get sick. This stuff is miserable that's out there. I heard yesterday I'm out there, you know, at Christmas Eve, and I'm hearing all this <coughs> all around me, and I'm just thinking, my gosh, this is not too good. Plus, I have to go to the airport and I'm on an airplane here tomorrow, so I'm not looking too forward to that as far as, all the stuff that's going out there, but we're going to try and make it through the best we can here this week. Best we can. We will definitely be here for the post games. You could count on that. The, oh, another, uh, you know, what? basketball, I'm going to tell you this. You're, you're picking on the wrong person. LeBron 38 points today. I mean, your favorite player. Does he, did he score 38 points on Christmas day? I don't know. LeBron was right now. I'm going to just give you the heads up on LeBron. So let's, you you go with your LaFraud, the LaFraud, the fraud. Well, LaFraud, you know, in your opinion, LaFraud is about to turn 38 years old. Your favorite player in the NBA. When they turn 38 years old, are they going to be able to score 38 points? Are they going to be able to sc- to rebound six rebounds, five assists? Are they going to be at least a positive in a game that you were down by 20 points, a game that you were lost by nine, a game that you lost in third quarter by 30? you still managed to be a plus minus for the day uh, with two point with plus two in 34 plus minutes. You talk about LaFraud, you talk about LaFraud, you know, give me a break on that. Half his points came from the help of the refs. He made 12 free throws. He got fouled legitimately every time. You know it. And I know it. You saw the hacks. I saw the hacks. There was nothing about it. He gets hacked almost every time down the lane They decide to call it. There are a lot of times where they don't call it when they should, okay? So basketball, I'm going to have to disagree with you, but I wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays nonetheless, even though you're absolutely wrong, and the whole chat is telling you that. I wish you a nothing but a truly Merry Christmas and a wonderful New Year to you and your family. Did you see the replay? I've seen them. Yeah, I saw the replay. I saw the game. I was there doing a live watch party. We saw the hacks, we saw the fouls, you know, you if for every foul that you say he, he, he got, that wasn't a foul. You could probably say that there were, there were fouls. There were fouls that we saw that weren't called on him that he should have gotten. So it's, you know, it, it, it works out both ways. Basketball 38 points. It's right there for you. Again, your favorite player, whoever that is, when they hit 38, Will they be able to score 38 points in an NBA game? I'm going to leave it at that. So, you know, that's all that i want to say on that. But I wish you a Merry Christmas. It never happens. Well, again, obviously you don't have a favorite player that is going to be 38A and B going to be able to score 38 points in the game. Again, he was plus minus two for the entire game. You could say he got all the calls, but unfortunately the stats are there. He was the only thing working today. He had to do a lot of work by himself. He realizes with AD out of the game, he has to do a lot of work. We are hard on LeBron when he deserve it. When he deserves it. When he makes mistakes. When he makes a lot of turnovers. When he forces the ball too much. But when he has a game like this, and the Lakers still absolutely stink, and it's not because of something he really did. He didn't turn the ball too over too much. He didn't go and, and do anything outside the offense. Uh, the offense that he really couldn't do. He actually was the only great thing about what went on with the Lakers today after everybody else let him down on the team today. He is no longer the player that he once was. I will give you that. At 38, how can he be? He can no longer lift a team by himself. He can no longer make players, everyone on the team better like he used to. I give you that. But at 38, wouldn't you like, as far as your favorite player at 38, to be able to at least... Score 38 points in the game to be able to get the defense fearful of him as they were tonight on, on at Dallas. So you know it's right there, right there on the stats, right there in the game. You can say that he didn't get fouled on some of the shots and whatnot, but you know you and I both know that when he goes and he drives, if he doesn't get the call, he could be fouled just the same. So you know it it works both ways. There's been so many games we've seen as Lakers fans where he gets fouled, he gets hacked, and he doesn't get the call. So it works both ways. But again, I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. And as the chat is telling you, please, it's not LeBron's fault today. We are hard on LeBron when he makes those mistakes down the stretch, when he goes ahead and misses shots or makes a bad choice in the half-court offense. But today was not the day. LeBron was the only positive that you could take away from today's game. Yeah, I mean, Blue Magic, you're right. Our team is broken. Our team is very broken. The Lakers are very broken. But LeBron tried to do what he could in his old age. You know, how many 38-year-olds are going to be doing that? How many 38-year-olds in history of the NBA have been able to do what he's doing? Again, we are hard on him when he makes mistakes down the stretch. Several times in games this year, Joe and I have talked about how the poor execution has been responsible for either him or Russell Westbrook at times. We already we get that. We understand that sometimes he isos the balls too much. Uh, and sometimes it's petting the cat, petting my cat says as well. Big shout out to petting my cat. Merry Christmas, by the way. Also want to make sure let him you know, he he's the one that always talks about LeBron James taking way too many three pointers today. He understand he didn't have it from the three point line today. So he went inside. He took some shots. He got the fouls. He did what he needed to do. The problem is the rest of the team let him down today and he's just no longer the player he once was where he can just go ahead and ride the the whole team could ride on his back he just can't do that anymore but oh well we're going to go ahead and and continue on the Lakers are 13 and 20 unfortunately another loss with a terrible third quarter getting outscored 51 to 21 the Lakers do fall 124 to 115 but I I want to say again, thank you to everyone in the chat. Blue Basketball with his brilliant, not-so-brilliant observations. Joe, Sean, Jamie, Zangerstein, Joshua, Sean Grice, like I was saying, Howard Hill, Jericho, Jim Howe, all been incredible on today's chat. Again, thanks so much for being patient because Joe cannot stay on the chat because of his, his cell phone coverage. Truly appreciate Joe trying to go ahead and make an effort to do so. But we'll definitely be back for Tuesday, Tuesday night. It's going to be an early game, everyone. Remember, it's the 4 o'clock starting time for us out in the Pacific. Go ahead, 4 o'clock Pacific time. The Lakers head to Disney World to face off against Orlando. Insert your own joke there on the Disney World part of it. But once again, it's the Lakers Fast Break. Lakers Live Watch Party will be there on playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break. And, of course, after the game, we'll go ahead and be here. Ox924 says, it will not happen again. <laughs> well, let's hope it doesn't happen again. But, again, I want to thank so much everybody out there. Truly appreciate you watching and listening. Hoping everybody out there that's watching listen today has a truly Merry Christmas, a truly safe Christmas. Why is Disney World funny? Because the Lakers, never mind. I want to go into it right now, Joe. Maybe some other time. Gary A. a. says, home of the Le- – Gary says, home of the LeMickey ring. Hey, you know what? Bubble jokes aside, it's a championship for the Lakers. It counts just the same as any other. But I'll leave it at that. Once again, the Lakers do lose 124 to 115. Truly appreciate everyone out there watching and listening. Want to wish you a happy and safe Christmas, Joe. Keep on, keep on driving. Keep keep the focus on the road, Joe. Keep the focus on the road, my friend. To stay safe. Everybody stay safe out there. It's Gerald Glassford. Thanks so much for watching and listening. And we'll be back on Tuesday for sure for the postgame. Myself and I'm hoping to get Joe, hoping to get Sean. Sean said he was going to be on the, the Tuesday show, so we'll see. Once again, it's the Lakers Fast Break. Thanks so much for watching and listening. And we'll be back for the live watch party at 4 p.m. Pacific on Tuesday against the Orlando Magic. And, of course, the postgame show. want to thank you so much for watching and listening. Merry Christmas from all of us right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Thanks so much for watching and listening, everybody. Merry Christmas and happy holidays.